Let's make today the day you get one step closer to becoming the parent you've always wanted to be and the parent your children deserve. And welcome to Powerful Parenting for Today's Kids. I am your host, Erin Taylor, and I have wanted to help parents and children literally since I was 11 years old. I created this podcast to help you make a stronger, healthier, deeper connection to your child, to understand the inevitable challenges a little better, and learn some new ways to navigate them when they occur. Thank you for spending some time with me. Now let's get this show started. Welcome to episode 19 of the Maximizing Life in the Middle podcast. We're almost at 20. It's a big deal. Very exciting. <laughs> so um, this topic is, or this topic that we're talking about today is related to something that we actually tried to record this episode a while back, and there were some technical difficulties. So we're redoing it. So we're redoing it and re-putting ourselves in that headspace. But, again, it's a little bit of time later. So, But one of the things that um, occurred for me a couple of weeks ago was I finished, I completed a, a project, uh, an art project, a comic book. And as happens... Um, when you finish that thing and you push it out and you nailed it and you got it done and you start going out there and now you got to go around and sell it. But, you know, sometimes the, the creative juices fall off for a little while and you, you're not necessarily in the mode to go back to. <coughs> you're not in the flow. You're not in the flow. And this was happening, so we talked a little bit about it. And you said, well, maybe, you know, sit with it course my favorite your favorite expression sit with it um which you did a little while which i did and then um we talked about well can we can we uh elaborate on sit with it i suggested that you sit with it instead of rushing to just do 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 something new you said do do i know that's gonna make this an explicit podcast oh no (laughs) You were, instead of rushing to do something, since you weren't sure what to do, I suggested that you just do nothing and just sit with the ideas, let them percolate around and see what might bubble to the surface calling for your attention. Right. Um, And that was one thing that you recommended. But another thing that you talked about or recommended was the idea of maybe it wasn't necessarily a time to do creation, that maybe it was a time to focus on improving. You know, that maybe it was a time to focus on learning. And somehow or other that that stuck with me. Um, And I started um, kind of watching, you know, some YouTube videos of different artists who I who I like or who I think are, are very talented and, you know, some of them, a fair number of artists put videos out that are process videos. And so this became something that I said, all right, I'm going to do some of this at least. 
<coughs> and I found a really good video series by an artist named Jim Lee, who's a, you know, for the comic book world, he's kind of like... Super famous. Yeah, he's, he's, he's comic famous. He's super comic famous. He's like probably one of the most well-known comic book artists out there. And he has a series of videos that he does on, um, on Twitch that are then sometimes also uh, sort of cross... Um, posted. Posted, thank you. On YouTube. Um, and so I started watching these videos and you know, he was doing some of these really interesting techniques using ink that ink? I... Using ink, ink? Yes, using ink that I had never sort of seen before. Um, you know, and they're just kind of big sort of pinup pieces that he's doing. So I, I jumped you know, in and started using some of these techniques and it was amazing. Like, and this, the idea of leveling up, right. You know, in gamer terms, leveling up, right. You go from level 22 to level 23 (coughs) and how interesting that process was just through like a very quick viewing of these videos. I like felt like, the next day, putting these techniques into practice, I could suddenly feel like, wow, all of a sudden, a major shift had occurred, and I had leveled up. And we talked a little bit about that and had a discussion point about it. But then, so then as I was thinking about that later on a night, again, shortly after that experience a couple weeks ago, and I was, um, I was going through my phone and I was reviewing old photos of my work from years and years and years ago. You know, just kind of cleaning out the phone. I was trying to like basically, not that I was necessarily up against space considerations inside of my phone, but I was trying to, um, I was trying to just sort of clean out like some debris and clutter. You know, you take photos of things that you need once and then you know you're not ever going to need them again, but you forget to delete them. But in doing that, I went back over years and years and years of my artwork and was looking at pieces that I had done. And it was really interesting to see how stuff that I had done, even as recently as a year or a year and a half ago, that at the time, you just... I looked at it and I was like, wow, this is like the best that I can do right at this moment. This is like, and of course you sort of think, and this is really, really good. But then as you look at it with the eye of somebody, you know, now a year and a half, two years, three years, four years, five years down the line from that work, you look at it and you go, wow, I see all the holes and I see all the ways that that's not quite there. You see with new eyes. Yes, see with new eyes. And so it was just such this great contrast between, you know, sometimes leveling up literally feels like a video game level up where something happens. And you get the new coin. And there's a big flash and you get a coin and all of a sudden it says you're level 24. But then sometimes it's such a slow, gradual process that you don't feel it. You don't notice it. Unless you take the time to go back and review where you've been, what you were doing, what you're doing now. And 
Wait, wait, wait. That sounds like a metaphor for life. No, stop. It is. It probably is a little bit of a metaphor for life. It's what we do every year at the end of the year. Yes, and that's that's we do we 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 do that. Um and there's I know I know I understand what you're saying, but this is this is it's a different kind of a thing, I guess. Like when we go back and we get to the end of the year and we review like what happened and how things have gone and what we might like to do differently in the next year. It's almost like a review preview kind of a process, right? Like it's almost like a, okay, let's go back and say, okay, these things happened, this happened, this happened. And now what are we going to do next year and how we're going to, you know, improve it. But this is more of a, it's kind of like a stop and smell the roses kind of a thing. And it's kind of like a, um, you know, it's sort of backwards looking, which sounds like a negative, right? Like, oh, I'm going to go look back at all my past successes and victories and things I did before. Um, But especially for me, as somebody who's like a visual artist, there is real value to go back and see that growth. Because sometimes when you have those aha moments, like, you watch a video of an artist and you incorporate a technique and then all of a sudden you just go, wow, I just leveled up. That's gratifying. That's awesome. That's like super cool because you can just feel like, oh, I just feel it. Like I just perked up. Mm-hmm. Just, I just jumped up. But the other stuff is harder to feel. It's harder to sometimes, and maybe it's harder to recognize the growth, Right? I mean, I don't know for you in what you do, if there's that, if either one of these experiences is, speaks to that process. Like, do you feel like all of a sudden you go and you hear uh, a new person speak and next thing you know, Well, certainly that happens. But with the video, with video editing, that's what I could say right now. When we used to, when Sue and I used to interview people before, well, before I had a Mac at the beginning of this year, there was no iMovie on a PC. So before, before this year, when we interviewed people, we just plopped, I just plopped the raw, the absolute raw original video up to share. Mm-hmm. But then I got iMovie and I started playing around with it and I put a soundless intro, like a title intro page and an outro on the back end. And I was so excited. So I, I leveled up. But then now I'm working on our online summit for navigating technology and our families. And I wanted that to be another level up, another level of better quality, nicer, more put together. And so then you helped me add the... You created some audio that I figured out how to add to the intro in front of the video. And then I actually took each raw video and plopped it into the shell and learned how to uh, take out everyone's ums and ahs and, oh, wait, wait, I can't remember the name of that thing or whatever they said that isn't like high quality part of the interview. So I learned how to do that. And then we had a couple where... The person we were interviewing, their audio was low for some reason. 
maybe it was set wrong on their computer or whatever, but you don't know it until you hear the video at the, the recording at the end. You don't, you can't know it when it's happening. So then I listened and I thought, oh my gosh, you can hear her and I, but we can't hear them. So then I learned how to adjust the audio within the video on, just choose the parts you want to raise the audio or lower it and do it. So yes, I, I definitely know what you're talking about because I have leveled up significantly. I wouldn't have even put video editing as one of my skills right? prior to this year. Now I can actually legitimately say I can do it. Not that I'm super good at it, so a, an actual video editor would make it look <laughs> movie quality gorgeous. I've just learned how to make the audio equal and take out people's stumbles and stutters. So it's not like I'm, you know... You went from like... A, a level no zero, shelter a to zero. like a like a hut. Yeah, or you're a not, level you're zero. You're not building to mansions like on the shore. Three. You're. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I feel that I can definitely feel the improvement that I've made in learning this little technique or that new thing or or whatever. So yeah. Right, and so the I so. I guess the you know, the. The cool thing or the thing that kind of to me is is so interesting to think about is how the leveling up process can occur in so many different and unique ways. Like mm-hmm. you got the Mac and like instantaneously. So a new you, tool gave me a new opportunity. Right. A new tool, a new technique. And maybe when those kinds of things hit, that's when you get that visceral who. Oh, just went from level 22 to level 24. I yeah. felt it. And I was actually going to kind of say the same thing that you. I think you're trying to say now. That our versions of leveling up are actually different. While it's the same thing at the end and that you're improving, ours are very different. So what I believe my leveling up, when when I believe that happens, is when I have a need that I have to meet. So for example we're doing these interviews, I want them to be nice. Well, then I better figure out how to make them nice. So then I go and seek out, I needed the tool, which was the Mac and the iMovie. So I needed the tool to be able to do it. Like you might need a particular pencil or a kind of paper or whatever. You need the tools to do your your thing. But then I had a need. I want to do this. So I'm going to go figure out how to do it and do it. And I don't think art is quite like that. Unless you particularly say, I like how this person does it. I want to learn how they do that. And then you try to learn that. I think it's more of a, I don't know. It feels like it's more organic thing. It's not like you're saying, I want to make a cooler comic book. So I'm just going to level up. It's not quite that tangible. For me, like I want to make a better video. That's very tangible. Well, and I I guess that's the point is I always thought, or I just felt like it was more that organic thing. It was more like, you know, and you just hear it's, it borders on a platitude. It's said so often at like comic shows or, or in different things that talking about improving in artwork that like, how do you get better at drawing? Well, just draw. Draw more. <laughs> just draw more. Just draw constantly and you'll get better. And that's true. Like if you... If you, the more you draw, the better you'll get, right? And I think it's like anything like that. The more you draw from life, the more that will inform both 
what you're what you're drawing is you're drawing from life, but then also next time you have to draw from your mind, you'll have that knowledge of oh, when I saw this, and it's subconscious sometimes. Yeah. You know, when I saw this, I saw the the lighting on the side of the face, and it looked like this, and caught that plane. So yes, that is definitively in art many times. But the key or the thing that was so cool was that with just the observation of an artist. Well, can I add something in there though? People say you say that the advice is well, if you want to get better at drawing, just draw. I would actually liken, and I love when you can make analogies to different parts of life. I would liken that to um, exercising, right? If you want to get stronger, just exercise. Well, yes, to a degree, but after a while, that's not enough because if you just keep doing the same seven exercises over and over and over for years, you're going to plateau and you're not going to get any better unless you add something new. Right. A heavier weight, a different movement, a different type of exercise, something that changes things up and, and really shakes up the the status quo and the equilibrium and pushes you further, you know, farther or higher or whatever. So just keep drawing. Yeah, that's like the initial advice that should be given, but then there's a higher level to that, which is go figure out, go learn other techniques or other styles, try on different things, keep drawing, but also keep pushing yourself in different directions. Right. And but then you can get those like I was trying to say, you can also get those fast level ups in art where Yeah, where you learn a certain new Learn life. this technique, get this get this tool, you know, uh find this particular little piece of magic in a book or in a video or whatever. Or like Bob Ross used to put his little um Happy little tree. Yeah, what was the what's the fan the brush? Spackling paint uh the spackle Palette tool. Knife? He would take that flat thing and he would just go, oh, we'll just do a happy little tree right here. And I'll do a happy little bush over here. That's not what you're talking about? <laughs> no. Well, but you know what? Yes. It yeah, because he did have a technique. When he put that little flat he, thing up, it looked like was, a tree before your eyes. He was all technique. Like, I mean, yeah. you know, he, he is kind of... Uh, he's not well thought of, probably in most, like serious art circles right because i think well of him it was sort of in some regards and you do too actually yeah i i it was sort of paint by numbers but we love bob ross right but here here's one of those things that like that like i sticks with me about bob ross was every once in a while he would do these he would do a painting where he would take his he would take his canvas and he would put a circular um, template around the canvas. Make a circle picture. And so what we would have is he would have oh, this. Oh, and the tree would stick out of the circle. And then what he would do is he would he would draw he would do the whole painting painting onto the the template, and then you would he would lift the template off, and you'd have an oval, a hard oval line where the painting ended. And then he would come back in and put the tree. And he in. would take one tree and kind of extend it out yeah, that was over so the. Yeah, so cool. I loved when he did that. Right, and it would be this awesome effect. Now, it is literally just a technique. Well, of course. Right, and if you just like any technique, like once you see it and once you see it done, you can incorporate it and use it in your way. But then it's 
I don't want to say the magic's gone, but you sort of recognize like, oh, okay, that's that. And every time you well, see it... Well, just like a magician learns a magic trick. Yeah, right. exactly. And every time you see it, you go, oh, yeah, that's how he did that thing. A lot of the rest of his painting style is also just, okay, happy little tree over here. I'm going to take my big round brush and I'm going to just... With the, the well, face let's of it. just go back in time for a moment, though. I'm listening to you, and I'm thinking about watching his his little half hour show, oh, painting show on PBS or whatever it was. Oh my gosh, he just soothed my soul every time I saw him come well, on now TV. You're just in nostalgia and hippie, hippie nostalgia land. Because he's like a hippie <laughs> dippy from way back. Yo boy. Oh, just a happy little tree. So, for any of our listeners who may never have seen Bob Ross, please search him up. Maybe he's on YouTube. Oh, I don't he's got to be on YouTube. Most soothing, enjoyable, pleasant half hour you could imagine spending. Just wonderful. Yeah. Okay, so that's my PSA for Bob Ross. Anyway, but yeah, so if you, so as an artist, if you can find a technique, a tool, or something like that, and it, to do the job or to give you, you know, a result that you're aspiring to. It can be that, you know, da da da, spotlights and, you know, fireworks going off, leveling up process. But, and I felt that and was like, wow, that's so awesome. But then the other thing that was also rewarding as a, again, just as an artist, but maybe in any field that could be adaptable, right? Is to then go back. And not get caught up in reviewing, you know, oh, I'm just going to, like, review my past And not reviewing works. with the, the, the goal of beating yourself up for what you didn't do. Just, I would say, review with the goal of, whether it's art or anything. See it improve. Of just appreciating how far you've come from each milestone that you've right. come across. And then, in that recognition of all those things, continue to have the aspiration, which, you know... I, we both just intrinsically have always had it of now get better. Yes. Now just improve. Now go. Now appreciate appreciate where you are. Right. Don't don't shove that under the rug. But after you're done appreciating it, then say, okay, what's the next thing on the horizon? Right. How can I get better from here, from this level that I'm at now? Because what looks good right now, what looks like a a. Like, oh, that's the best I can do. That's perf- that's that's of this quality. It's of this level here. A year from now, it's not going to look that way. And you have to work. And if it does, maybe you have a problem. But again, that's, uh, that's an analogy for life, right? You can level up in your career, your finances, your personal relationships, your health your diet, your um, exercise level, your personal understanding of your own self, you can level up in all kinds of areas. Hmm. All kinds. It never has to stop. You can always be improving. And I think that's the mindset that we both have for all areas. It's true. Growth mindset, not a fixed mindset. Carol Dwight. Yep. (laughs) All right, so I think so. We're plugging stuff left and right. Yeah, we should start getting lots of. uh, We should start getting lots of uh, money for all these endorsement endorsement money. Well, the problem (laughs) is I don't think Bob Ross can endorse us because I don't think they deal in money up in heaven. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. 
All right, so I think that kind of draws this topic to a close. Nice tight 20-minute window there. That wraps up this episode of Powerful Parenting for Today's Kids. If you know anyone who could benefit from this episode or this podcast in general, please share it with them. Also, I always love hearing feedback from my listeners. I welcome you to send me an email to erin at erin-taylor.com if you have any comments or questions that come up for you in an episode. Our children are our future. Parenting them is the most sacred task we will ever be asked to do. It truly does take a village to raise a child. Let's help each other to raise our children to be who it is they are meant to be. If at any point you feel like you need a little extra help and support, reach out to me. I am here to help you.